handing out candy to the neighborhood kids. One day, a couple of kids get razor blades in their candy. Police come around. That's when I saw the true face of fear. Get on your knees. Hands, hands, hands. They beat him, tortured him, killed him right there on the spot. A couple weeks later, more razor blades and more candy. He'd been innocent. So he's real? Candyman ain't a he. Candyman's the whole damn hive. If you're out here looking for Candyman, you ask me, stay away. I feel really connected to this story. Go on. Right here, in this neighborhood, the legend started. Uh-huh. And the legend is, if we say hey, his hey, name five, five times, times while looking in the mirror, we could summon him. Summon the Candyman. Hell no. Candyman. Anthony, no. Candyman. Stop. I don't want to get creeped out in my new apartment before bed. Candyman. Black people don't need to be summoning. Don't. How dare you? Don't say that. Say his name. Candyman. You better not do that last one. Candyman. Candyman. You want to be a part of the story, right? No. Say his name. Candyman. I think I made a mistake. I brought him back. Candyman isn't real. He told me he has a purpose for you. Tell everyone. New to the neighborhood. You should say it. Candyman. Say his name. It's 106 KHQ. Hey, how's it going? I'm Tyler Woods. Welcome to the movie review. Looking at Candyman uh, reboots. Now, for those who don't know Candyman, he was originally uh, created in a short story called The Forbidden that was written by uh, Clive Barker. Now, I know. Why does that name sound so familiar? Oh, you know, he's the one who made a Rubik's Cube scary for me when... <laughs> He wrote Hellraiser. Uh, well, he made Hellraiser, you know, Pinhead and the Cenobites there. Uh, the Forbidden uh, was about a university student on a uh, thesis about graffiti, then comes across disturbing designs that references Candyman, who happens to be this urban legend among the locals. And uh, the further she digs into the phenomenon, she believes that there is a connection with recent murders and mutilations and eventually encounters Candyman. But here in the movies, in full... Uh, th that is described by the first film up to uh, the third film. He is an artist who fell in love on the taboo level, was murdered for it. He became a vengeful spirit, apparition, supernatural entity thing uh, to carry out his vengeance who would dare say his name in a mere five times. The first film adaptation turned out uh, to be successful, but the same can't not be said for the sequels, but I will defend them on this because if it weren't for the sequels, they wouldn't have elaborated on the Candyman's origin story. So I got to give them kudos for that, but still, I mean, they're pretty awful films. This fourth film here, this is uh, by Universal, which, by the way, is not their first time handling the supernatural entity. This franchise, I mean, I... When I looked into it, it's been tossed around. I mean, 
all, I mean, it's like everybody has had their hands on the Candyman. The first film started with uh, Tribeca Films from Sony. Uh, the second was, uh, I think it was uh, Gramercy uh, Pictures, which was a joint venture including Universal Studios. And then it was handed over to HBO Artists and Home Entertainment making the third film. And now it's back to Universal, produced by MGM, Monkey Paw, Bronze Studios. And this wouldn't have been possible if not for the current gen horror master in the industry, Jordan Peele. This new film was announced back in uh, 2018 that he would be uh, producing and writing a new Candyman uh, following the previous films. And will star the actor who made Candyman, you know, a household name, Tony Todd. And when I heard about that, yeah, I was completely on board. The director here is Nia DaCosta. She's still up and coming and has a knack for directing drama and thrillers like uh, Little Woods, uh, working with Tessa Thompson and Lily James on that. Uh, she's even directing Disney's The Marvels. Uh, our reboot stars, uh, Yaya Abdul-Mateen, you remember him from Aquaman, uh, Tiona Paris from WandaVision, Nathan Stewart-Jarrett from HBO Max's Generations, uh, do he does a lot of TV shows, and then there is Coleman Domingo, which my wife knows because she is a big Walking Dead fan. He's from one of the spinoff shows, Fear the Walking Dead. Uh, uh, there's also, of course, as mentioned before, the uh, parents of Tony Todd, and also... If you've seen the trailers, I, I I had to look twice, and it's like, there is no way. Vanessa Williams is in here. She reprises her role from the first movie, 1992, when that first film came around, by the way. She is 58 and still looking good. Now, with that out of the way, let's uh, let's review the movies. I got to give this film props to uh, the, the setting. I, I mean, right from the get-go. Everything I've talked about about Candyman matches up. To the spirit of the character, that mere gimmick with the logos was great. And it falls up with the music. I love the music in this film. I gotta get my hands on the soundtrack and hope that it's in vinyl. The film does exactly what we read on that title, Candyman. He was an artist, so let's have uh, this story focus on a struggling artist while balancing a relationship who happens to be the curator shining the lights on his work to high-profile people in the art industry. I love that connection. We're also introduced to some characters who are just basically set up to, well, be there or be killed by the apparition, which, yeah, it, that's something I've been against entirely uh, when it comes to, you know, horror movies. I mean, why develop them if you're just going to kill them off? It's like they're just filler characters. They don't mean anything, so why include them? Mostly it's done, I think, just to you know, drag the movie on a little bit because I think some films have to uh, hit a certain runtime. Otherwise, it can't just get a uh, theatrical distribution. Speaking of which, it does have a good hour and a half runtime that matches the pacing. And at the end, I felt fulfilled. So now for the scare factor, because, I mean, this is a horror movie. Uh, now, look, before I get into that, let me ask you this, okay? Ask yourself this question. Why are you going to see a horror movie? To be scared, grossed out, want to see the gore, have it mess with your psyche a bit? I mean, you get the idea. Uh, when I want to watch horror films, I want to watch horror. I have no preference when it comes to horror. To me, horror is horror, so I am completely open to any kind of horror elements. And yes, here there are some gory moments, most definitely. Uh, no jump scares, uh, eerie feelings, but... It's also a bit on the tame side. That being said, I'm still not deducting any points from that. Uh, the reason I bring you know this whole thing up 
is because after I got done watching this in theater, upon exiting, there was a woman like, you know, walking out saying, well, that wasn't scary at all. Remember, horror can be anything. So if you go into this expecting to be scared, you're not going to find that here. Uh, and how about this uh, last uh, last uh, segment here? Uh, that finale. Okay, so there is a narrative here on Candyman, an allegory on sensitive current events. It's It drops subtle hints about it throughout the film, but delivers it in the finale halfway to the end. And I can't help but say that at that moment right there, felt a bit rushed or thrown in, followed up with a bit of a lazy scene, and then it gets back to being good towards the end. And that final line spoken, oh, I, I got goosebumps. I love that. So if you're going to get a bit of a bump towards the end, but thankfully, this film does redeem itself. I felt satisfied with Candyman. I loved it. Great reboot to the character. And I will give it a matinee, but would not shy away from a premiere price. That's going to do it for my review on Candyman. Definitely want to see it in theaters. And also, speaking of which, I mean, thanks to the pandemic, theaters have been hit significantly. Support your local theaters out there. I'm Tyler Woods, and I will catch you next time on the podcast. If you'd like to be a guest or join me on an episode, I got my schedule up on my Facebook page at Tyler Woods KHQ. You can follow me there and send me an email at tyler.woods at 106KHQ. I'll catch you later, and, well... I mean, I got a bit of time here. Let's say uh, just for uh, kicks. Candyman, 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 Candyman. <laughs> ha! Missed!